Venus is in Aquarius and will be so until January 27th at 233. <laughs> I did just know. <laughs> I'm turning off your mic. Yeah, I'll just turn off your mic unless we're talking. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Astro by Jared. It's your favorite astrology king, Jared. I mean, I hope so. And welcome back to the first episode of the new year. So happy new year and happy Capricorn season. To my fam Yuli, welcome back to campus. Hope you all enjoyed your winter break and your first week of classes. I pray y'all didn't spend too much time down over in financial aid. Shout out to the woman in the green dress down over at student accounts though. You don't know her name? You, <laughs> I don't. Each episode, I want to include a quote from the sign of the current season. So, a wise Capricorn once said, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That was Muhammad Ali. At the beginning of each episode, I like to mention that there is a poll on my Instagram story over at Astro by Jared, and I will announce the results at the end. The question is, what sign is the most slept on slash underrated? Stay tuned to the end for the winner. Today, we are back with someone you all may be familiar with. Apparently, he feels like he's the voice of the people. I don't know where he got that idea from. From, but if that didn't tell you what his sign was, then I don't know. Some of y'all may know him as the guy with the camera, but let's take the camera and give him the mic. What's up, Elijah? <coughs> Greetings. No. Huh? Huh? Greetings. What you mean? Let's try this again. What's up, Elijah? What's good, Jared? How y'all doing, everybody? My name is Elijah Vela, and first name, last so name basis. Y'all. It's just first name. You feel me? I like to let the people know who I. Am. I want the people know who I am. You feel me? That's... I don't care about who they are. I want them to know. Whoa, whoa. You're really? not going to disrespect my audience. <laughs> yes, sir. Formal apology right now. My condolences to your hearts. But, um, yeah, so we're here to get some astrology talking. We're here to figure out what I know about astrology because... What I, do you know about astrology? I only know one, and that's all that matters. But, you know, we can figure out What's the one? Else. They can find out later in the episode. No, what's the one? What's the one thing you know about astrology? The one thing I know about astrology is there's a standard, and that's what I am. As a wise um, philosopher once said, <laughs> period. Who's and who's the philosopher? Um, what's her name? Carisha. Uh, yeah, like Carisha Brown Lee, like Young Miami. Sure. Oh. <laughs> no, but like for for what do you know about astrology? I really just know that my sign is like the best sign. It's the most powerful one too. Like if you look it up, how is it? That's what Google says. You and Google, Google is Google always right though. Wikipedia is not always right. And why not use Bing? Because it's not Google. First of all, there's a certain standard. Just like my sign, there's a certain standard. And, and the standard for your sign is what? Because because it, when I, no, because why does someone always have a story about your sign? Let's be for real. Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that you get to meet one of us. Let's be for real. There's plenty of y'all running around. Mm. There's plenty of y'all running around. And you should be grateful for the time that you've been given. Respectfully, though. Respectfully. You're sick. Yeah, you are. All right, let's move into the planetary forecast of the current positions of the planets. It is Capricorn season, so the sun is in the sign of Capricorn and moves into Aquarius on January 20th, this Friday. And happy early Aquarius season, everyone. The moon is currently in Scorpio and will move into Sagittarius on the 17th of January at 5.33 p.m. Mercury is retrograde in the sign of Capricorn and will go direct and end this winter Mercury retrograde on the 18th of January at 1.12 p.m. Venus is in Aquarius and will be so until January 27th at 2.33 a.m., where it moves into the sign Pisces. Last week, the Mars retrograde ended, but it is still in the sign of Gemini going direct and moves into Cancer on the 25th of March at 11.46 p.m. Elijah, have you ever seen your natal chart? I believe I have. I believe I googled it, like, not too long ago, but it told me everything I needed to know. What was that? It told me that I set the standard whenever I walk into something, that I am it. You feel me? It as in... Let's be a little bit more descriptive. Elaborate on that idea for me. I mean, well, when I looked at my chart, I seen the same sign multiple times, like in different rows. And, different and how did columns. that make you feel? Like that was a good thing. It made me feel like 
I'm me. Like, I'm the definition of what my sign is. If you guys don't know, this man is a Leo stellium. Gang, 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 gang. I feel like for those of you that do and don't know astrology, there's no way to say that it's a good thing or a bad thing. But it's like, for those of you that have met Leo placements and someone who has five Leo placements, what does it mean to you to be a Leo? What it means to me to be a Leo is for me to walk into a room and everybody notice me. You feel me? Like, I'm the standard. Like, when I walk into this room, you know that you just experience greatness, honestly. It's a lot of great people who are Leos, and they're the examples of what you should and could be if you had tried. And what's crazy is people try to tell me I'm on a cuss, but... We all know. Cuss don't don't exist. exist. See, you you got the drift. You got the drift. You know already, and you don't even know nothing about astrology, but you get it. Cusps don't exist because in astrology, each sign gets 0 to 29 degrees, so 30 degrees in total. Your sun sits at... 28 degrees so if you were born a few days later maybe at 29 degrees you'd still be a leo but if you're born at zero degrees you would have moved in, into virgo because i know i don't want to be anything else except for what i am which is the best sign so whatever that next sign the is, best the stand you wholeheartedly think leos are the best sign i'm a lot of things but a liar was never one you're not a liar men lie women lie but film don't I'm recording myself as we speak. How do you like being behind the camera? Um, I like being behind the camera due to the fact that the camera gives me everything what I need, which is access. It lets me be in rooms that I never were, I never was in before I even got into the camera work. But um, most importantly, it gives me the network that I need. And most importantly, I keep saying most important, but this is the most important one. It gives me freedom to do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. You have an entire second house stellium. What are your favorite personal possessions? My favorite personal possession? Other than the camera, because we already know the camera is not leaving without you. <laughs> my personal, my favorite personal possession, I can give you two. Um, every single time I go home, so I currently live in Atlanta, whenever I come home and I go back to school, I take a baby photo of me. Like, like I always keep a photo of me or keep a photo of my family, but mainly me and it. And my second prized possession would have to be a watch. This watch I had when I was younger, it was given to me by someone who was no longer with us it's actually a shadow watch it's old it came from their parent actually but um it's just something just remember that you can always give to somebody and it always means something i like that that's like the most genuine thing you've ever said <laughs> besides i'm elijah like what do you mean like I'm, mm, this is what you get you i mean i guess i'm just gonna give you your big three so you know it like well you already know your big three do you know it off the top of your head or you got to look at that screenshot every single time i look at the screenshot every single time okay you have a leo son a leo moon and a cancer ascendant meaning your leo moon rules your chart and for those of you who are interested in learning astrology or want to find out your chart ruler you take your ascendant you find their ruling planet and then you find that planet within your chart and then you have it that specific one will be your chart ruler so in elijah's case elijah has a leo moon and a cancer ascendant cancer is ruled by the moon so his second house leo moon rules his entire chart you have a leo mercury fire mercury's tend to i'm not gonna say that they always like kind of get themselves in trouble or they like may talk a little too fast but how do you feel especially because i know you're a broadcast journalism major so well j school the best school you know that but um actually what does that even mean like when people say like my my i'm a leo and mercury how do y'all know these planets how y'all know the stellium like i don't i don't i'm confused so essentially, like when you see the chart, a stellium is a grouping of three planets, three or more planets within the chart, and it has to be in the same sign. And your Mercury, this symbol right here, mm-hmm. next to the moon, yeah. And Mercury rules over the mind, communication, siblings. How do you feel about gift giving? Um, I'm a, my presence is a present. I think that's. I'm gonna need you to actually answer the question. How do you feel about gift giving? <laughs> Oh, how do I feel giving like and receiving. Okay, starting with starting with receiving. 
like receiving like, a gift. I like when people give me a gift due to the fact that like I, they thought about me. You feel me? Like I was on I was on your mind. You feel me? When it comes to giving gifts, um, personally. I really like to study people. I study a lot of traits that a lot of people do, and I actually, like, I see it. Like, I'll be like, oh, they like to do this, they like to do that. And then I see it actually personally, and then it makes me think, you would look good with this, or you would do good with this, and things like that. So it's really about studying people when it comes to me. Okay, um, I'm going to name a random person, and what gift would you give them, all right? Let's see. Me. <sighs> this interview. You can leave. <laughs> You can literally leave. Take your live, take your two Leo friends, and you can leave. See, let's said. not be a little too cocky because it's not. Mm-mm. I mean, this gonna be to do this it. gonna be the best interview you ever got this year. So this is the first interview of the year, and not too much it's because the first, you know it's a standard. They're gonna listen to the interview and be like, "Dang, how can I? How can I?" How can I go after this? Like, I really, I really don't know what to do. Like, what can I do? I, Elijah just went. The guy with the camera just went. I don't know what to do. Sounds personal. Try to live up to the set standard. So I remember you told me you used to be a football player. Um, mm-hmm. You have a fire moon, most of Mars moons. Fire moons or sun ruled moons have like a lot of energy in their body because the moon represents your emotions and your body altogether. So what got you into being active or like being energetic? Because like I see you everywhere, Elijah. You're everywhere. That is just not true. Elijah, you are everywhere. Literally. I only go where I'm needed, you feel me? And if that's everywhere, that's just, it is what it is. But um, what got me into sports was the fact that I wanted to network and get with other people. And what's good, what's better than having a good time playing sports? When did you start playing sports? I started playing sports when um, I was about six years old. I played shortstop in my little league baseball, won MVP, feel me, from a young age. I knew I was it, you feel me? But um. Yeah, that's pretty much it from a young age. And then I also, I played baseball, basketball, and then I started playing football in high school. And then I also went to college. I had a full scholarship to go play football at Juco. And then I decided to come to FAMU where I retired my cleats, you feel me? And I decided to take a new lead in my life. And what's that new lead? Journalism. J School? Media. Mm, you made the right J- decision. J School to I really feel like I really feel like you made the right decision. <laughs> got me up. Yeah. You made the right decision. Now, because you're a Leo, and you got all these Leo placements. When it comes to you aiming to be a certain individual that stands alone, how do you do it? Because Leos are already known to be bold or out there or just outgoing. The quote-unquote loyal ones, because we always saying Leos are the loyal lions, but I mean, I guess. But how do you... What do you do? Well, one, I don't like that narrative of, like, because I'm a Leo, I'm this way and I'm this way. But I'm comfortable in my own skin. So I could walk into a room and I know that I'm exactly what anybody, anybody needs. Like, for example, I walk into an interview already knowing that I got the job. I just got to talk a little bit. So I'm just comfortable in my skin. That's it. Are you sensitive at all? I'm sensitive about it. Like, Danger, when I hear Dangerously in Love by Beyonce, I be crying, bro. That song, Dangerous Love It too, because the album is Dangerously in Love. Dangerous okay, love I get you. Too, you feel me? Okay, give uh, us give us a bar. Give us a bar, absolutely not. Why? You can't tap into that right now? I'm not a dog. I don't I do not do things on Khmer. That wasn't the... Elijah, you're not coming back on the show. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are, but you're not coming back on the show like this. No. You have a Leo Venus. What's your love language? I love language, physical touch. I like to, like, touch everything. Like, whenever I see my friends, like, when I see my homegirls, I give them a hug. When I see my homeboys, I give them a dab. That gives me a sense of clarity that we cool, that, like, we close with each other. And what if it wasn't genuine? What it if was. you got a snake in your mitt? A lion like yourself, and you got a snake in your mitt. What's it going to do? 
Um, I'm able to see through people. I do I do my research on people and their choice and what they do. I can literally see. Are there any instances thing. we can mention right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, That's wild. What's your relationship like with your mother? That's my dog. Like, literally, like, my mom... Does she advertise you? Like, do you have any other siblings, I should say? Well, I'm the youngest of six. Okay. I'm also the rainbow child. Okay. So, the rainbow child was a child that came after something negative have happened. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, I like to say that I'm the I'm the chosen one. You feel me? I'm the golden child. Do you feel like that that medallion that just... I want to say... Do you feel like the medallion or the trophy? I would say whatever closest to the prized possession because I think I'm the set standard when it comes to all my parents' kids because my mom and dad have different set kids. Ooh. So you're the child of them two together. Yeah, and then they have their own separate kids. Oh, so yeah, you just just popped in and said, Mm -hmm. I'm the real one out of all of this. (laughs) Like, I shouldn't be telling you this. You're already a Leo, and I don't need to be hyping your head up, but you kind of ate that. You kind of ate that. (laughs) You kind of ate that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Just uh, here's your sprinkle. Take it. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. You're welcome. Leo is literally the sign of joy, pleasure, children, just having fun and childlike energy. How do you tap into your childlike energy? Well, I think I think a lot of people, um, they think I'm younger than what I am. I think that's another thing because I'm very energetic. Um, you have a lot of energy. Yeah, I like, I don't know, I'm just able to do everything every time. Like it's like, it's obviously I sleep like only four hours a day because I be working and doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I really, I don't know. I like, so as a kid, I was very competitive in every aspect. Like, I used to be um, a very artsy kid. I used to play sports and everything like that. But when I got older, I realized that I couldn't do some stuff like that because I wanted to go to college. I can't go to college on a music scholarship unless I go to Juilliard. How many opportunities are you going to get to get to college? Okay, that was real because I only found out about Juilliard um, after watching High School Musical. And I was like, I want to go there so I can act. Sad. I wanted to be a musician growing up. But, what um, instrument? Guitar. What stop? Um, I realized or that. Or what changed? I have a better opportunity playing football of getting a scholarship than playing the guitar. But, um, yeah, I've always been competitive. I just changed my competitive aspect in multiple forms. So, for example, I grew up and then I was playing sports. I always had the demeanor that, like, you're just not going to be better than me. And then now, like, whether it's in class or whether it's in life. You have an Aries Midhaven, so that shows up a lot, too. And Aries is ruled by Mars, so it's always... Mars likes the competition. Mars likes to keep going. Mars likes to fast. Mars likes pushing through all the way. So, like, that shows up a lot. So, say you reach an instance of failure. How do you recuperate? Um... I love failure, actually, because it tells me that I'm not perfect, you feel me? Even though I know I am mentally, um, it gives me the aspiration of trying to be better each and every single time. What's your relationship like with your parents? Is it like love-hate relationship sometimes? Is it always love? Is there a certain balance to it because your fourth house is in Libra? So the relationship with my parents is... um. It's kind of, it's actually two tangibles. So, for example, I love my relationship with my father due to the fact that I get an inspiration from him to, like, see what he's done and see what I can do better and what I can do better. Uh, the relationship with my mother is strictly, that's where I kind of get my go-getter, my grind mentality from. My mom literally does everything. Like, she works for an airport. She works for the post office. She has her own business. Like she So she's just a multi-faceted queen. Yeah. She's just like me. That's why I want to be a Swiss Army knife. I want to be able to do multiple things in multiple various and facets. But overall, um, my relationship with my parents is a relationship that I plan on continuing when I have, when I'm grateful to have kids, um, just to keep keep being hungry. That's my mindset. That's always my mindset, and I get that from both my parents. What made you want to switch to being vegan? Because your second house, the second house is about personal possessions, eating, food. Um, money in some aspect 
and your moon sits in it and your moon is like your most in your body. So you have to feel comfortable with what you're eating if you're going to put it in your body. Well, what made me decide to go vegan was because um, I actually got sick eating meat. And then um, actually slowly growing up, I, um, I stopped taking away some foods. So, for example, my father's side of the family are Muslims. So we didn't really eat pork when I went over to, the, to that side. But my mother growing up, that's all she usually ate was pork. So when I started making money and I graduated high school, I realized that I wanted to live a healthier lifestyle, and I decided to stop eating meat in 2016. Then um, I got sick eating beef, so I stopped eating beef in 2017. And then in 2020, I gave up chicken and dairy because I'm also lactose intolerant, but I was one of those people who grew up in, like, just loving dairy. And then May 15th, 2021, I believe that was the start of Ramadan because I celebrate Ramadan, um, I gave up chicken completely. Right, I, that was towards the end of Ramadan, I believe. And then uh, I realized that I, I feel healthier. My skin looks better. Like, I just feel overall lighter. Like, I'm probably, like, around the same weight that I used to be, but I feel completely different, more athletic, and more energetic. You are fixed dominant with six... No, actually, no, seven. Seven... Oh, no. What? Not. So you're fixed dominant with nine fixed placements, and most people... I would say fixed signs are very stubborn. So when you hear something you don't like or you don't agree with or you just, mm mm-mm, that's not right, what's it going to be? And no cocky responses because I know how you like to get. I know like how you Leos like to mm -mm -mm, do a little too much. Y'all like to tussle, do a little too much. So what's it going to be? For me, um, I don't really believe I'm stubborn. I just believe it's my way or the highway. Like, I'm a really firm believer. And, like, like I really think things out, like, 100% fully. So whenever something comes up, I'm not just, like, overreacting. I also don't think very emotionally. I think very logically when certain situations happen. So I don't put myself in a situation where I have to disagree with people because if I automatically just disagree with your mindset and or beliefs, I automatically just leave. So I usually don't be in those. I'm usually not in those situations. But, um... When it does come when it does come around, I'm actually like very I'm very understanding. I try to understand everybody's aspects and different variations unless I just completely just totally don't agree. So you're a bigger picture kind of person. Jupiter is the sign of expansion, growth, luck, remaining positive, that sort of thing. And you have it in home in Pisces. So when it comes to you keeping up, like have you ever had a instance where you were let down in a relationship? Um, yes, actually. Whether it may be um, platonic or non-platonic. Um, I would say yes, actually. I've been let down a couple of times due to the fact that, like, some of my, some of it has been my own negligence whenever a situation were to come around. Some of it um, was unexpected, but it's just something that you overall learn from and you grow from. Okay, so I have a question for you, actually. So, what's your beef with Leos? Because when I told you you was a Leo, you had a stuck face. Like, you was just like, huh? Sitting in? What's your beef with Leos? I don't have any beef with Leos. Why does everybody have a beef with Leos? What's this, what is the I don't think of? everyone has beef with Leos. I just feel like there are certain things that Leos do sometimes that really gets them in trouble. Like what? What is something sometimes, that I do? Because there, there's a huge difference, and I can tell you this too. There is a thin line, but there's such a huge difference between being confident and being cocky. So you think I exuberate... Um, more cocky than confident. Yes. I can literally tell you that. That's crazy. That's insane. What do you want to do with your career? You have an Aries Midhaven. Midhaven represents 
your career aspirations, your reputation, that sort of thing. What do you have planned? And do you want it fast? Well, for me personally, um, I actually don't like fast money. I don't like to, you feel me, like work and do something and then get paid right then and there. I like to slow grind at, like I, I, I love practice. Like when I play sports, I really enjoy practice more than I did a game. Like I love the five days of practice and then one game day. Um, so I appreciate waiting for my time and waiting for the things that's going to come for me because I know they're going to come regardless. And what I want to do in my career is be a creative director. I really like to make content, whether it's pitch ideas or edit it or cut it up or record it or take pictures myself. I really enjoy just the process of doing anything, of doing something, pitching content, and most importantly, putting it out so somebody could actually see what you're doing instead of talking about it. I like to show it. So I know I always see you around, but with this cancer ascendant that you have, how, how do you feel about being home or like being in a place to call home? Well, for me, um, I don't really like being home that much because I understand that I have a lot on my t- a lot on my plate, and I understand that I have a lot to do. Say you didn't. Say I didn't. If yeah. I didn't have anything to do, no- nothing to do. I will find something to do. I don't like to be home all the time. Like I believe my home is only for me to go to sleep, eat, and go to sleep. That's like literally sleep, wake up, do what I got. Your do. home is only a shelter. It's not a yes. sanctuary. Yes, I spend more time on campus than I do at my own bed. Every single day, I only sleep for four hours. I might be home in total for like six hours out the day, but I'm always working. I'm always doing something. Whether it's either on campus. Maybe sometimes slow down. I know it's it's kind of hard to do that with a Leo Sun, Leo Moon, Leo Mars, Leo Venus, Leo Mercury, Aries Midhaven, and Scorpio Chiron. I know that's a lot of Sun and Mars, but sometimes just chill. No. Just chill. Like when I'm like when we don't have school and like we're just chilling like let's say convocation or there's classes are canceled and things like that, I'm more likely if I didn't have to work I would call up a business. Hey, do you guys want some pictures taken? Like, do you guys need anything? Like, I so what happens after that? If they say where's yes, where's the point of you time? I spend an hour every single day to like do whatever I want to do. So I sleep for four hours. But I'm probably at the house for like seven eight hours out the day. So like when you I wake up, you just said six. Where the other one and two come from? Listen, listen. You messed up the interview right now. No, I'm not. And I'm keeping that in there because you just <laughs> said, you I literally did. just said six. Listen, I just spent an hour out of my day, each and every single day, to do what I want to do. And I do it in like 15 minute increments. Just like I can just make sure I'm staying on my toes and make sure I'm staying doing what I got to do. But, um,. Yeah, my me time comes, like, I spend 15 minutes, like, I spend an extra 15 minutes laying, that, laying down in the bed. That's 15 minutes out of my hour that I'm taking for myself. Like, before I go outside, I take another 15 minutes and just chill, like, just sit down and just relax. And um, before I go to class, I sit down in my car. That's the last 15 minutes. Um, so I give myself an hour just to do whatever I need to do each and every single day. You have an entire second house selling. What's your daily routine from start to end? Um, my daily routine is that I wake up roughly around 6.45 in the morning every single day. Um, I stretch for about like 15 minutes and then I go on campus. I do like I do my nice little mile, maybe two if I'm feeling really good. On campus? Yes, sir. I go to the track every single day because ROTC leaves like roughly around like 6.15 every single morning. So I know to leave. I know to come after them. I come back home. I cook. I take my hour break, which is probably like between like 8 to 9 or 8 to 8.15, depending on how I'm feeling. And then go to class, work. I have like some days I have four hours, some days I have two hours breaks in between classes. So... I take my breaks, do what I got to do, eat, come back to the crib, cook some more, and then 
get to work on editing. It's pretty simple. How do you feel about travel? Like, where all have you been? Because I know you were born in Philadelphia, but you moved to Atlanta. But, like, where all have you been? Well, I'm from Philly. Then I went to high school in Delaware. Um, I have family in Jersey and Maryland, so I would go visit them partially. And then I moved to Brooklyn, uh, New York, by myself. Now I live in Atlanta and obviously Tallahassee here. But um, I've been to just about every single state from Connecticut to Florida straight down. Um, I've been out the country to Paris and London. Um, Texas, California, some of the bigger states that everybody knows. Any souvenirs? Any personal possession? If you're gonna travel, you gotta, like, you can show us the tickets or whatever, but where's that little personal possession of like, yeah, I've been here? My pictures. I take pictures all the time. Like, me being a cameraman, I officially started being a cameraman in August, but I've always been a cameraman. When did you first get your first camera? I got my first camera at three years old. I take my, I take, I have a photo I can show you. I have a photo of an elephant. I took a picture of an elephant while I was on my dad's, like, shoulders when I was a little kid. Where's the picture? I'm on live right now. I'll show you afterwards. Okay. We can put it as a thumbnail. Yeah, <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> what are your goals for the future? My goals for the future is to stay hungry. Um, I know exactly what I want to do in every single day. Mm-hmm. I, I get a little bit closer to that goal, but um, it's to never So it feels there. extremely attainable. It's just like behind the next door. Not behind the next door. It's probably behind 100 doors. Like, it's all about... Getting closer? Yeah. Like... I, whether it's a crawl, whether it's a step, whether it's a jump. Just forward. Yeah. Just forward. And if I go back, I'm a failure. Whoa, you can't beat yourself up like that. Why not? Well, you did say you like failure earlier, so. Mm-hmm. I, I just try not works. to get it. I just like the fact that when I do fail, I understand that I'm not perfect, but I know I'm perfect within my head. When's the last time you cried? Probably last time I cried. Like and laughing. not and not not just to music. I mean, like actually feel something like like laughing, cried, or just sense emotionally. Cried. Like emotionally cry. This I want to see what this cancer ascendant is really doing in your life because you're not home. So when are you? When is because like you said you have your you time, but like when are you addressing something that I actually cried hit the you? other day? I okay, cried. What um, happened? I was watching Black Panther, and the reason I cried was not because it was a good movie. I actually think that Black Panther 2 was actually a horrible movie, unfortunately. But I cried because why would y'all put that out? You feel me? Like, when they gave him his tribute... <laughs> when they gave him his tribute at the end, I was like... You just laughed during the thing. You have to you have to redesign the sentence. Okay. <laughs> okay, three, two. Go. Because when they gave him that tribute at the end, I was like, that's it. Like, they gave him, like, five, like, cinematic motions, and then that's it. I was really looking for what I've seen in the movie was not what I in pictured it was going to be. Um, I honestly believe even before the movie came out, they shouldn't even have made a Black Panther 2. But I really cried because Marvel really just be giving us anything and being like, here, we know you guys want it. Like, they gave us two Thor movies in a span of like a year and a half. Who asked for that? And I like Thor. You in my me? opinion, I don't like Thor at all. Like, I haven't seen, I think I've probably seen like at most two minutes of each of the Thor movies because in my opinion they're all boring um I really like the Thor movies because I like Thor as a character but like for example like where's the last Hulk movie the last Hulk movie was a Disney movie um, last what movie the last Hulk the Incredible Hulk Hulk yeah like his individual movie it sounds like you said Hawk so I was oh. like are you talking about Hawkeye oh no the last time we got a Hulk movie was on <laughs> Hulk same difference um was about like 15 years ago Mind but, you, it wasn't even a part of the MCU. It, it's like it was, but it's not a part of the MCU that we know today. Yeah, so now it's just like, because he was my favorite growing up because he just liked to destroy stuff. He was just very violent, and that's what I really liked. But um, You like violence. Always. You always got your Do you side. like wrestling? Yeah. 
because why would you think that she's stronger than me? You feel me? That's what I like. You, I like okay, so you like the two dominants going against each other. Yeah, I like to be aggressive. Because I want to take it somewhere that you don't want to take it. You have your Venus trying Pluto. And Pluto is the is the planet of rebirth, chaos, destruction. And then you have Venus, which talks about your love and the things you like, um, pleasure, that sort of thing. So how do you move forward from something that impacted you in such a way that's like, dang, that hurt? Well, we're talking strictly romantic relationships. Um, I don't know. I would say it impacted me in the sense of understanding that you always put yourself as a priority and you got to understand that no matter what the situation going on is, whether you really like the individual or not, you have to really know what's going on internally, externally, and most importantly, be comfortable within yourself. Because if you notice something that you don't find comfortable and you don't say nothing, then that's the issue. So yeah, just having a clear understanding within a relationship. And from this point forward, um, any relationship I have, whether it's romantic or whether it's friendship or whether it's within myself, is to understand that there needs to be a confirmation of um, some form of affirmation. Yeah, affirmation. Okay. And um, understanding what needs to be done, what could be done, and what should have been done in certain situations. Do people know you're Leo by the time they meet you? Do people know I'm a Leo by the time that they meet me? Like, do they already know you're a Leo after after having a conversation? Um, I don't believe that they know I'm a Leo. But I do believe after talking to them for some time that they probably know that I'm a Leo. After like putting it together, like, mm, he's he's kinda giving it off. The professor that you were asking me about is actually a Leo, so you guys should you guys should be good. Yeah, we quit. I just had this class. He was my last class um of the day. He's actually a really cool professor. Like he really like he dope. He mm-hmm. dope. Real dope. So since you know so much about zodiacs, do you know what's the difference between a male and a woman of the same zodiac? There's not necessarily a difference. The gender of the person has nothing to do with the sign. It's just, of course, men and women manifest and express themselves in different ways. So you're more likely to see slightly different things, but it's not going to be too drastic to where, oh, they're they're completely different people. But obviously in astrology, you'll see people who are nothing like their sign. And like in your case, I've met a Leo who was literally the shyest person I've ever known. And like meeting you and I know you're Leo, it's like, whoa, this is like you would see this other talk because like, whoa, when I say shy, I mean shy. So, Jerry, you know, I'm looking out here. You feel me? So looking for what? Mm, might be looking for an HBCU love story. All right. All right. OK. HBC. It, it, you mean a fam you love story? I'm looking for what comes my way. All right. All right. So, so when you go back to Georgia, when you go back to Atlanta, you, tr- you sliding over to Clark? No. Why? No. So sounds like a famu, cause you're not bringing nobody to the friendsgiving from. That's, I hate the whole state of Florida, but you know. Whoa, and you go to where? Florida Agricultural and Mechanical the University. Illustri- the illustrious. Uh huh. If you're gonna say it, you gotta say it right. All right, but so say it for me. The, Zip. Anyways, back to the crazy. question you had. You know, if I was out here just looking, just you know, just seeing what's on the on the come up, if you may, what do you think are my matches as a Leo male? Just overall, you don't have to get into specifics such as sun, moon, rising, things of that nature. Okay, in my opinion, I feel like based on you alone and the Leo you are, I feel like you definitely need a mercurial. You may butt heads with a Gemini or a Virgo woman, but I feel like they'll get they'll get you together real quick. And lastly, I'm gonna give you an Aries because you're definitely gonna need another fire sign to really just just calm you down a little bit. And yeah. You need someone who's going to be able to bark with the bite. The Virgo may not say nothing immediately, but she'll tell you eventually. She'll, she'll, she'll tell you. But she is, may get at you, but she'll tell you. 
But isn't isn't a Virgo right next to me? So it is. Th- that doesn't that doesn't collide in any way, shape, or form. What's wrong with colliding? Everyone we've all known opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It may not always be true, but no matter what, there's always room for growth. And especially in astrology, astrology is a learning device. So you'll learn through all connections, you'll learn something no matter what. All the signs come into our lives to teach us something. So if a Virgo comes into your life, I'll use the ones that I told you. Geminis will come into your life, teach you to communicate a little bit more. Aries will come into your life that you need to take a little bit more charge, a little bit more demand. Can Virgos, I hear Gemini one more time? What? Can I hear Gemini one more time? Geminis mainly come into your life, teach you that you need to communicate a little bit more. You need to say what's on your mind and just try to be a little bit more free and analytical. Those sound like two totally different adjectives, but basically no pressure. And Virgo's coming to your life to tell you what you need to just clean up, what you can get get better at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So since you say that, what signs have you dated? So I've dated um, uh, a Leo. Um, How was that? And then we'll get into the others. Um, we were young, you feel me? Young love, amazing love. Mm-hmm. Um, my last relationship was with a Virgo. Um, I'm 821, she was 824, even though cuss don't exist. But, um, and, the- and you remember it. That's real. <laughs> and then, That's real. Because what? Cuss, cuss don't, don't exist. exist. And the last one, her birthday was 1-1. So what is that? A Capricorn. A Capricorn. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I have Leo, Capricorn, Virgo. Those in are that, all- In that order. Well, I only... It's the difference between claiming a relationship and being in a okay, situationship. Okay, so just those are the serious ones. Yes. All right. And that Virgo, does she want better for you, though? Because Virgos like to nurture and make you better. I believe so. Because um, I was at a point in time where I, I was living in New York by myself, so I really didn't have family like that. I'd have friends because I was going to school. But she was always looking out for me if I ever needed something. Real. She OG. I guess. Text text her when you when you get out of I here. I blocked her number. Mm. And the Leo, how was it? Because, like, you guys were both Leos. So what was that like? Sensational. It was amazing. It was a match made. In my personal opinion, when I was younger, for mm-hmm. that time period, mm-hmm. it was a match made. Um, but uh, it was cool. It was actually, like... You said a match made. A match made where? In heaven? heaven? Of course. It's only one match made. Come on now. Like, we equaled each other. Like, we was both into anime. We was both into comics at the time. We was both into, like, the same stuff. We lived right around the corner from each other. So we literally spent every single time we could together. She even became my manager at one time for one of my sports that I was playing. Like, I seen this shorty every single day. And finally, the Capricorn, the uh, the last, the other earth sign. You just need a Taurus, and then you've dated all the other signs. Ew. But, um... Whoa. Whoa. That's another thick sign just like you. You guys would just clash. But, like, what's wrong with clashing heads? You learn, and then... Mm-hmm. Well, when it comes to the Capricorn, it was really just an adjustment because we didn't really, um... We didn't go to the same school. So, after after the Leo, I decided that, uh... I didn't want to talk to another shorty who went to my school with me. Or, well, I was in high school at the time. Um, so she went to school a distance away. So we seen each other vaguely. But, like, when we seen each other, it was always great vibes, good times. But, um... I would just say it was just... I think that taught me how to, um deal with a long distance relationship even though it wasn't really long but i didn't have a car i was in high school so i guess you could say it was a long distance but it was just a learning adjustment that i soon had to face um as i started moving out of the state and then talking to people who were still in that state years later that's real she a real one i still talk to her too good i go on some friend talk to her right right what's one side you know you would avoid and i would tell you how that may impact based on me looking at your chart like if their son was in a specific um house on your um chart um, well, I'm not prejudiced, but I will say a Virgo, probably. A um, Virgo never again? No. Oh, wow. Under any circumstance. That would fall into your third house, and third house is the, remember when I said communication? Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow. I'm good. 
because the Virgo, the Virgo that I dated, um, we was like mad close. Like that was like my dog. Uh-huh. Um, and then we ended up getting into a relationship. So it's friends to lovers. We'd like I, to I, see I, it. I wanted to like friends on her completely. I was calling her my sister at one point. Like oh, <laughs> the third house, the third house rules siblings. I mean, and her son was in your third house, so maybe that was just supposed to be a friend, and it just took another turn. <laughs> But yeah, um, she was as a person, she was dope. But then, as we got into being in a relationship, it came to the conclusion of it was better that we just stayed friends mm-hmm. than to be in a, have been in a relationship. If I could get that back, that friendship back now, I wouldn't want it. But um, I'm glad I experienced it for the time that I did. Okay. Okay. Your Saturn falls into your tenth house, and your tenth house is about your career um, and your work. So when you feel restricted. What's your go-to plan? Um, to disband myself. I really don't like to feel cluttered with a whole bunch of work because I will take a break, like over winter break. So I do photography and stuff like that. I keep a lot of my stuff like to me. I don't really put it out yet until I feel comfortable doing it. So over winter break, I stopped completely. Like I didn't touch my camera. My camera literally stayed in my backpack whenever I went to work. If I decided to edit some days, if I didn't, I didn't want to. But when I want to take a break, when I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it because this is my life and you're not about to dictate how I maneuver, basically. But who is who is your... Only you can... I just mean, like, let's say, for example, like, let's say I become a... a so say you, like, have a deadline, you mean? Yeah. In the world we live in, it's like, if we have a deadline, we have to get it done. I understand that. Nine times out of ten, I do get it done before that deadline. Mm-hmm. But that one percent, you're... I just... No. Like, for example... It's just not happening. Yeah, like, I took a poetry class. Um, you want to know where that comes from? Here we go. Those, those nine... Those nine what? Those nine amazing, outstanding. Those videos. nine fixed placements. You have you only have five Leo uh, placements. I'll send you it and then you can look at it later. To follow up or to finish, like um, I took a poetry class when I was in school in my younger years, and um, when it was time to write something, if I just didn't have anything, I just took the zero because one thing about it is I'm not going to force myself to have an inspiration that I don't have. So if I don't have it, unfortunately, my bad. Do you think you have an RBF? Because you have a Leo Mars sitting in your first house. And your first house has to do with your appearance and what you bring. Like, the first thing people see about you. I don't believe I have an RBF, but I do believe I have a still face. Like, I think sometimes people look at my face and think I feel a certain type of way. And I don't. I honestly just be chilling. Like, I don't I don't believe in also putting on a fake face. Like, I'm not about to walk around smiling all the time. Even if I do feel happy, that just feels weird to me. I don't feel comfortable trying to appease others by making myself smile when I'm just perfectly comfortable with the face I have right now. That's real. Retweet. You should tweet that. <laughs> what? Tweet, tweet literally that response. I'm good. Unless I see it on Twitter. I'll put it on a thread. You could, you could add me. You could be like, Elijah, does Elijah have an RBF? No, I'll probably just, I'll just, what if I just take the tweet at this point? If you don't want to tweet it, I will. You're good. I don't really like social media that much. I really, I can't wait till I completely get rid of it. How are you going to promote? Well, when I get to a certain point where I'm comfortable, not only where I have my own money and I got my family retired and things of that nature, I'm going to delete any contact that anybody has with me and just move to, like, another country. And then... When when is the mass portfolio coming? What do you mean? Like, with everything you've shot? Um, probably, probably when I'm gone, probably. Like, I probably just have files and files, and then I let my kids and my grandkids and great-grandkids see what I did and see that you so like, nothing electronic nah I'm not I don't I don't like I have stuff on my on my camera from August that nobody's ever seen you mean your camera absolutely not you mean the SD card absolutely definitely not and then you wonder why you have all these second house placements 
This the house is literally about personal possessions. Yes. And okay, so when I asked you that question earlier, if I didn't say your camera couldn't be included, would your camera have been included? No, because I would just do it on my phone, or I would just get something else. Because this camera is hard to move around with, because this has a a, a lens, and people don't like lenses. So I would most likely get those um the little Nokia ones that you could just flip up. That's like the size of your phone. Because when you have a mirrorless camera, you keep carrying lenses for some reason. Basketball games and air- airports, they have an issue with it, which I don't understand. I get you. Just get a new camera. Everyone believes Leo is the most loyal sign, but do you think that's reciprocated back to you? Do you always say you have loyalty on your side, or are you the most loyal one? My response would be a mix of both, because um, you don't really know people's true intentions until you actually get into a situation where it has to be showed. I would say I'm loyal, but to a degree. I will never compromise myself to make somebody feel better. Like, for example, like when my professors be talking about plagiarism and stuff like that, that don't they only be talking about me. Because you're not finna get me in trouble in any way, shape, or form. Real. But um, even if it is to save your grade, you should have did your work. And also, it's really um, you really can't expect yourself out of other people. I really don't. I don't think that's something that sh- that should be continued. I think a lot of people think that people are, are going to act like them and treat them just how they want to be treated, due to the fact that they're close or they're best friends or they hang out all the time or they're neighbors. But I never expect me out of somebody else. I always believe that somebody in any way, shape, or form are going to try to look out for the best interests of themselves, like I do for myself. But everyone you meet has a. a- fraction of you in them i get that and that's the best that's the best thing about them that was very leo of you <laughs> i wish it was recorded this video. it is recorded i'm saying visually I wish oh <laughs> that was very leo of you uh, oh we need a camera right there this like, feels like two. this feels like no because this feels like a facade a facade how much of are you elijah let take take a moment i'll be 100 not that's the best part be so for real i, I have a mantra that i adopted since i was younger that kind of is like embodied of me um if you look up who Deion sanders was so you basically hypnotize hypnotize yourself at a young age it's not hypnotize or hypnotize or make a facade in any way. are you trying to be funny <laughs> <laughs> you're sick you're listen, sick listen no 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 it's about it's about the standpoint of i knew what i wanted to be and i knew that i have to be a certain type of way for me to achieve how i wanted to be and i really try to give myself my real genuine self to every single body that i can but um i don't know it's really just who i am right now was who i I wanted to be about like five ten years ago so who i want to be five ten years from now is who i'm going to be it's not really just me putting on a character or me putting on a facade but it's mainly just me adapting to new life and uh new changes that i'm going through nom 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 ain't that up <laughs> <laughs> please all right it's time to look at the results from the poll And the winner, well, winners, is Gemini and Leo. Hey, you see I voted for Leo, right? You think you're underrated? I believe Leos are underrated because due to the fact that, like, people hear, Oh, you're a Leo. Like, you feel me? (laughs) People just be, like, all up in their head and be like, Oh, because you're a Leo, you're this. Oh, because you're a Leo, you're that. Whole time, yo, bro. Okay. Elijah, thanks again for giving me your time. Thank you for being on the show. No problem, Jared. Honestly, this was truly a life-changing experience. You feel me? You're corny. Yeah, I just wanted more people to know and understand that Leos are the standard. Anybody who comes on after this has to know that you cannot outdo me in any way, shape, or form in any facet. It should be the most viewed, the most listened, things of that nature. And any sign to come after me, good luck. You're corny. And at the end, I like to include some celebrities of the current season. Martin Luther King, Naomi Campbell, Michelle Obama, Betty White, and our very own Terrence Ward. Happy belated solar return. We love you, Terrence!
<laughs> Once again, happy Capricorn season and happy early Aquarius season. Thank you all for tuning into this episode with Astro by Jared. You can find me on Instagram at As Told by Jared and the podcast at Astro by Jared. Astro by Jared is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida AM University.